You're listening to Van Feldenhoff Illegal News here on Waterberg Stereo. The program is sponsored by the Wetten de Villiers Brokers here in Rustenburg. Today we're going to discuss a labor law issue and specifically the question whether you can claim from your employer for constructive dismissal if he makes it intolerable for you to work for that employer. Now, uh, I asked Tandeka Panza to uh, maybe have a look at the case. And then uh, our labor law expert, Johannes Mukotiri, has also joined us to uh, give us his thoughts on the question and the relevant case. So let me start with uh, Tandeka. Um, yeah, what are the facts in this specific case that the court had to decide on? Good day, Falcon. Good day to the listeners at home. The case that we'll be discussing is Gold One Limited versus Madalani and others. Now, the facts are briefly as follows. So this was a review application that was brought before the Labor Court in terms of Section 145, Subsection A of the Labor Relations Act, in terms of which the applicant, being the Gold One Limited company, is challenging an arbitration award that was issued by the CCMA in favor of the employee, a Ms. Madalani, who is the first respondent in these proceedings by Ms. Mbegwa, who is the commissioner at the CCMA and the second respondent in these current proceedings. Now, in this matter, the employee, Ms. Madalani, was employed by Gold One Limited, which is a mining, a mining company, and she was employed as a contract manager. Now, due to commercial a commercial merger, the employee was relocated to a different province and she received a relocation allowance accordingly. And the employee was transferred on the same terms and conditions of employment. So her terms of employment did not change therein. Now, after the transfer, the employee's direct supervisor noticed that the employee was not adhering to the employer's, employer's policy on timekeeping. The supervisor later requested the employee to participate in a formal counseling session facilitated, facilitated by the Human Rights and um, Human Resources Department, rather. And after the session, there was an exchange of correspondences between the employee and the supervisor. The employee eventually claimed that the session amounted to a clear attempt by the employer to undermine the contract of employment and to make the employee's continued employment intolerable. The employee then elected not to report for duty and she referred an unfair dismissal dispute to the CCMA claiming she was constructively dismissed. All right. Just say again, what did the employer do? He simply wanted to, to attend a meeting, so um, failure to keep to the relevant time policies could be discussed. Is that right? Exactly. It was a more of a facilitation um, in-house hearing that they would try and get to the root of the problem and see whether they, it can be um, mediated and resolved internally. Okay. Um, yeah, what did the court decide? I would, I would think there's nothing wrong with an employee doing that. Indeed, so you are correct, Volker. The Labour Court restated a number of key legal principles on constructive dismissal. The court said that there are three requirements that need to be proven in order for constructive dismissal to be established. Firstly, the employer must have terminated the contract of employment, which was so done. Secondly, the reason for termination of the contract must be that the continued employment has become intolerable. And thirdly, there must have been the employee's employer who made the continued employment intolerable. Now, the test for contracted dismissal is certainly an objective one, and the evidence must show that the conduct of the employer towards the employee viewed objectively is such that the employee could not reasonably be expected to cope with. Resignation must be the reasonable step for the employee considering the circumstances of the matter. Now, 
the court further expanded on the, the three requirements and the Labour Court um, essentially added uh, an, an element of unendurable circumstances marked by the employer that must have brought the employee's tolerance to a breaking point. So um, just in conclusion, um, on these facts, the Labour Court found that the employee failed to show that the employer was to blame for making her continued employment intolerable. The employee had suitable alternative remedies and mechanisms that were available to her to resolve the cause of her resignation. Okay, what do you think? Do you agree? I, I essentially do agree with, with uh, the court's ruling in this matter. I think workplaces can be, by nature, are uh, stressful at times and do demand a lot from 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 a person. But it is very essential that this um, extra element of undurable or agonizing circumstances be used as a test to determine uh, whether constructive dismissal has indeed taken place. So I do agree with the ruling. Okay, Johannes, uh, what do you think? What do we learn from? From the case, maybe I can also ask what what exactly is constructive dismissal as opposed to any other form of uh, dismissal. Uh, constructive dismissal is a situation where in an employee tenders a resignation due to the fact that the employer make the employment relationship such intolerable that the employee cannot continue with the relationship. In other words, the employer must, for instance, victimize or, or, or makes the situation of the, for, for the employee not to be able to continue with the employment. For instance, uh, such as uh, victimizing her, subjecting her to all sorts of abuse, if there's a dispute, for instance, of sexual harassment not being attended to, and, and those kind of situations are grounds in which the employer the employee can resign and uh, allege that the resignation is a, is a constructive dismissal. Now, uh, so honestly, in such a case, the plan of the employer sort of to to make it impossible for the employee to work uh, at, at, at the place of employment to force sort of the employee to resign eh? so that the employer actually then decides, I'm not going to dismiss you. I'm going to make it impossible for you to, to, to work here so that you resign. And then, then that amounts to constructive dismissal. Am I right? Yes, you're right. You're right. But very importantly, when you allege constructive dismissal, in your papers, you must also allege that you have no other alternatives but to resign. For instance, in your resignation letter, you must allege what makes you resign. Uh, other things is that of importance, People sometimes uh, got engaged in what you call an exit interview. In such an exit interview, you must allege in that exit interview that the situation was not conducive for you to continue with the employment. If, for instance, you say in your letter that the employment was nice and you, 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 you appreciate what you were exposed to and end, it would be difficult for you to ultimately allege constructive dismissal. But if you say, because of the fact that your complaint was not um, uh, attended to and uh, uh, that uh, you were subjected to all sorts of abuse, to all sorts of bullying, you couldn't perform your work, and as such you have no other option but to resign, that will be okay. But I notice and I observe that in most instances, people tend to say things otherwise. And in such instance, we will have a problem and or a mountain to climb when you want to allege constructive dismissal. Okay, okay, but if you can prove constructive dismissal, 
then uh, I guess it would amount to an unfair dismissal because you would then basically be dismissed without a hearing, without a good grant, uh, etc. And, and then there would potentially be a claim against the employer. Yes, I, I agree with you. Okay. Now, in addition to what Tandeka says, uh, 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 it is very important that, that when you want to allege constructive dismissal, you must start the fight within the company. For instance, before going to the CCMA, you must exhaust all internal avenues. If, for instance, there's a dispute that you have lost and the company does not attend to it, or there is something that you want the company to attend, you must, for instance, start with a grievance process within the company. If there is an appeal process, you must also exhaust that appeal process. And if nothing happens and which is in your favor, then you can take the matter out refer the matter to CCMA, CCMA will attend to the matter. Now, based on the facts on what Tandeka has said, I find it very flimsy. Mostly, or the, the trend dealing with constructive dismissal, it cannot be an isolated incident. It must have happened over a period of time. And further on, the employer must be aware of the existence of such a problem. Now, I see that from the facts which Tandeka has indicated, it was just a webbam, and the employee was trying to protect himself from what was the alleged misconduct from that sessions that they had. Now, uh, based on that, I found uh, that I find that um, uh, her facts are very flimsy, and uh, she will not she was not in any way going to succeed. Now, what is the lesson to be learned from this? It is important that as an employee, if you want to allege constructive dismissal, you must start within your own company. The company must know what the dispute is all about, and the company must have resolved the dispute, but not in your favor, and or have not resolved the dispute at all. Now, in this instance, we are, we are not aware of any. If the employee did file a grievance, and or maybe uh, the, the grievance was attended to, and it was not in his favor. The only fact that we know was that she was not keeping to time. And there was nothing wrong on the part of the employer to invoke the process that the employer invoked. And as such, therefore, his claim was falling short of becoming a, a constructive dismissal. Bear in mind, it is of importance that when you allege constructive dismissal, the onus is on you to prove the existence of such a constructive dismissal. Okay, uh, maybe a final comment, Johannes, uh, on uh, advice to an employer. How can you make, obviously in this case, the employer was successful, so there was no problem, but in general, maybe some advice to employers who want to make sure that uh, uh, employees uh, cannot sue them and cannot claim from them for uh, constructive dismissal? My advice to the employers would be that at, at any given time, if there is a dispute, the employer must try his best that the dispute are, uh, are are resolved and are, uh, their grievance processes are being used optimally and their employees are aware of such. Because in case of constructive dismissal, process is not followed. Then the employer can allege that their internal processes were not exhausted and their alternatives which the employee was entitled to and she failed to. Therefore, it's very important that the employers must consistently apply their grievance processes, make sure that the employees are aware of such a grievance processes, and at most try to make sure that if the employee uh, files a grievance, that grievance is attended to. 
All right. Thank you, Jonas. Thank you, Tandega. That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember, our email address is info at vvd.co.za. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make sure that you tune in again next week, Wednesday, between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and then also on Friday evenings. 